So imagine that you're looking at, say, a wall, and the wall is painted in blue. And you and your friend are both looking at this wall, and you both agree that the wall is blue. That wouldn't be particularly surprising, but let me throw this thought. You both, are, you both agree that it's blue, but there's absolutely no way of you knowing whether the thing that your friend is seeing in their mind's eye is the same blue as you're both calling it, the same thing that you're seeing in your mind's eye. The thing that they're labelling as blue might be something entirely different to you. You've both given it the same label, but you don't know what they're actually seeing in their mind's eye or whether it matches what you're seeing in your mind's eye. And I throw that out because it's pretty similar as well when it comes to emotions. We have labels for emotions like sad or angry or upset or whatever. And what I find in, in my work that I often say to people when they tell me that they feel sad or angry or whatever, is I will ask a question like, so tell me what sad means for you. Now, the reason why I ask that question is because just like when I'm looking at a blue wall, and I don't know whether my friend is seeing the same thing as I do, even though we both call it blue, when somebody tells me that they feel sad, I don't know for sure from person to person whether they are meaning that label sad in quite the same way as each other. Now, when we're young and we have a set of behaviours or we feel certain things and we display what we're feeling in some way, typically it's someone else who will initially at least label that as sadness. Oh, so you're feeling sad. And who knows, maybe you weren't feeling sad at all. In fact, what we're actually feeling is a set of bodily sensations, aren't we, when we feel an emotion? And so what can sometimes happen is that we will have a set of bodily sensations and we'll give it a label, a label that kind of feels familiar to us, a label that was probably given to us by somebody else when we were first learning words. And so often I find it helpful to kind of go beyond the label and say, well, what does sad mean for you? What's going on in your body when you identify yourself as sad? Now, one of the reasons that I'll do this at times is because sometimes we will label certain emotions in a kind of more negative way when we could label them in a more positive way. And a very common example of this is the difference between anxiety and excitement. So when somebody is feeling anxious about something that's coming up, I'll ask them what anxiety means to them. Like, How do they know they're feeling anxious in that moment? How do you know you're feeling anxious in, in any moment that you feel it? What's going on in your body? And so people will report certain sensations and common ones will be, well, my heart's racing, or I feel a bit sweaty, or I've got butterflies in my tummy. And it's funny, because when you think of your heart racing, and feeling a bit sweaty, and flushed, and butterflies in your tummy, 
Isn't that the same set of sensations that you feel when you're actually excited before your first kiss or going to a cup final, for instance, watching your favourite team? Aren't they the very same sensations? And isn't the only difference the label that we put on it? And the interesting thing about that is that the labels that we put on things can have quite a powerful effect. Because when we experience those sensations and call it anxiety, it gets us to kind of shrink in and move away from the thing and it feels tougher to do. But when we have that same set of sensations and call it excitement, then we start moving towards that thing. So the label is kind of important. So the insight that I'm offering you today is maybe it's a good idea to go beyond the label. And instead of letting the label decide what it is that we're feeling, what if we didn't have the label? How would we convey what was going on for us then? Well, we'd probably describe what's going on in our bodies. And so there's other ways in which we can describe our emotional state without using a label. And sometimes that's useful. So, for instance, we might say, well, we're high energy or low energy. We might decipher between whether the feeling feels a tight feeling or a loose feeling, like a tightness in my tummy, a tightness in my chest, or more loose. It might be something feels heavy or something feels light. It might be that something feels cold or something feels warm. So there are lots and lots of ways in which we can actually paint an emotion by actually describing what's going on in our body rather than relying on the label. Because sometimes when we label something, the label itself has a lot of power to push us in one direction or the other. And as we've seen with anxiety and with excitement, the label that we place on the exact same set of bodily sensations can make doing something really difficult or doing something really desirable. So that's all from me. Thanks for listening. I'm Alan Parry. If you want to work with me, you can simply go to liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk and you can work with me in person or online. So until the next one, tatty bye.